We're probably live. There's time difference. Okay, here we go. So, everybody, a very good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. Thank you very much for joining another broadcast from the real. So, who am I? What's this broadcast all about? And why should you care? Well, I'm Conrad Zen, a former Bitcoin Foundation member, evangelist, and entrepreneur. And with me on the stream this morning, I'm very pleased to have the creator of Hex, Richard Hart. Why should oh, you sure. care? Well, if you're not involved in Hex already, then you are missing out on a life-changing opportunity. And those of you who are already involved in Hex are in for a treat as our leader and founder welcome, uh, joins us today for this live broadcast. So I'm going to bring on, without further delay, Richard Hart, who I know is who you really want to be hearing speaking today. Yeah, more of a more hello. of a cheerleader than a leader, I guess. But hello, I appreciate the Richard. kind words. How's it going? Not very well. Thank you so much for taking the time to uh, chat to us all today, uh, Richard. And uh, of course, this is the first time that we're actually meeting virtually for the first time, which is quite remarkable. Um, we do have similar backgrounds, though, in as much as that, uh, like yourself, I was involved in Bitcoin in the early days. Uh, more as a interested amateur, of course, uh, mining Bitcoin. And uh, later on, I tried to get people involved in Bitcoin because I thought it really was the greatest thing since sliced bread. And to give myself some credence, I applied to join the Bitcoin Foundation. Not at the very beginning, I hasten to add, where you know the five geniuses who formed it all were involved. This was later on. Uh, when the foundation was trying to give some guidance to where Bitcoin should go, bringing on PR firm and uh, people like myself to to shield Bitcoin. So that's my background in, in the Bitcoin space. Fast forward 10 years and my intervening period was um, I was always interested in cryptocurrency, but I had a fantastic different career, uh, which we won't talk about. But. The thing that really got me back into cryptocurrency was Hex. And the reason for that is, is because of the similarities that Hex had to Bitcoin in as much as Hex is a totally different product, totally different protocol. But in my view, it definitely has the ability to change the world. I agree. Asking you, how come up with the concept of Hex, what was your goal when trying to come up with this coin? Well, it was funny. It was kind of an evolution. So it was like, originally the idea was how do you transmit Bitcoin value on Ethereum? Because Ethereum had quicker block times and higher throughput and it was where all the new things were being built. <clears throat> so I thought, well, wouldn't it be nice to be able to transmit Bitcoin value there. And then you're like, well, <clears throat> if you want, if you want it to be used, so that's why you airdrop it and give it for free to Bitcoin holders so they can speak their economic value on a new network. And then you think to yourself, well, you want it to be adopted. 
we want people to actually use it. So then what, what mechanisms can you put in there that would cause it to, to get picked up by people? Referral program, limited time offer, where if you don't claim the first day, you're claimed a case to nothing over the first year. Uh, add features. So, so what are things that, uh, that this system could do that Bitcoin can't do? And so these, these mechanisms that I was coming up with to make this a successful project ended up being vastly more valuable than the original idea. So transmitting Bitcoin value on a new network is vastly less valuable than creating a new product that does everything better than Bitcoin does. <laughs> and it, like, it, it just, I don't know whether it's luck or, or whether I'm just always focused on doing things the best they can be done. So what you end up with was we created a replacement for the bank CD, which wasn't even the original idea, but it just emerged. And so now instead of Bitcoin, which pays miners to dump the price, miners don't buy Bitcoin. They sell Bitcoin. They buy electricity and mining hardware. So all they do is get paid to dump the price. And it's a protection racket. Who are the miners protecting you from? Well, who are the only people that could attack you with hash rate? The miners. So it's a protection racket. You're paying the same people to not attack you. Just like, you know, when the mafia comes into your restaurant, and they're like, ah, oh, it'd be a shame if there was a fire. You should pay us to protect you from that. Well, it's a protection racket. So in Hex, the staker class gets paid inflation to keep the price up by not selling, by locking up their coins. And then, so Bitcoin and uh, Hex both inflate but they inflate for different uh, user outcomes. So in Bitcoin, it inflates to pollute the environment and enrich mining hardware companies in weird countries and enrich electricity companies and sell the price down. That's what Bitcoin inflates to do. Amazing that it could go from zero to $20,000 over a 2 million X return in 10 years with that fucked up setup. That, that's not a good setup. It's not, not ideal. And so in Hex, our performance has been up about 72 times versus Bitcoin, I believe, um, in under a year. It's top performing uh, cryptocurrency in 2020. And the reason for that is it's just better designed system. We don't have that negative externality where people are every 10 minutes dumping the price to pay electricity bills. We don't have that problem. As a matter of fact, we have the opposite, which is people get paid to keep the price up instead of get paid to sell the price. It's just better. It also addresses a larger market. Bitcoin addresses just currency. Printed currency in the United States and China is only $5 trillion. Time deposits in the United States and China is $7 trillion. And we do the currency better too. So we have higher throughput. We have 2000 TPS on zksync.io. We have uh, 13 second blocks. We have anonymity with uh, Hexnado, which is a fork of Tornado Cash, which does uh, ZK snark uh, hiding of inputs and outputs. It's like, what more do you want? If you've got anonymity, scalability, and price performance and throughput, you're like, well, that's it. Like that, you got all the things. <laughs> like, like you, you're good. It's perfect. And you've got a better domain name and a better logo and just it's, it's better like it's wonderful so
I'm very, 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 very happy about it. And it evolved. It was originally just going to be a fork of Bitcoin on Ethereum. And then it turned into something far, far better. <clears throat> That's very interesting history because, you know, when I first came across Hex, I have to say it was on the face of it so complicated, I didn't understand it. Yep. And like most people, you look at it and you think, hang on a minute. Turn, this is definitely a scam. It cannot possibly work. And I think um, the similarities to me of getting to grips with Hex, because it is complicated. The amount of game theory that is in this is just phenomenal. And that's why I asked you about the history of this, because to end up with a product which is actually a blockchain CD mm -hmm. is in the world of cryptocurrency. There is no doubt about it. And it is quite upsetting to me that here we are with 31 days to go to Big Payday, which I think you're going to explain in a minute. Mm -hmm. And we only have 200,000 odd wallets. Now, compared sure. to the adoption of Bitcoin, it's still, a, you know, miles ahead. But I'm interested in the idea of why is it that people don't understand how good Hex is? And good. how do we get that message across to not only the people that are in cryptocurrency at the moment, but in my domain, no coin is. Because I think if anybody's watched or you know heard of me before, I'm not a technical guy. I'm not pushing the benefits of Hex over any other type of cryptocurrency. I'm trying to explain in the real world, what the financial benefits are of you investing in Hex right now, which yep. is undoubtedly a fantastic product. I, because I think it's great. With APY now of 25, now even 28%, the way that the economy is going in America and, and all across the world, you know, your savings are wrecked, your pension plans are wrecked. You've got to find somewhere else to put the money. Now, Whenever you mention cryptocurrency to no coiners, they are immediately put off the word as soon as you say the word because they simply don't understand it. And so, Just show them the chart. <laughs> show like, them the chart. Do you, do you want something that's gone up in value 1 million X, 2 million X? Bitcoin's up from a penny right now, 1.1 million X. That's pretty good. Or any other investments that you've ever heard of in the history of mankind up 1.1 million X right now? In a decade? Nope, just that one. So if you want the highest appreciating asset class that's ever existed, cryptocurrency is where that is at. Absolutely. Um, but it's interesting about um, people who are already in cryptocurrency as well. So uh, uh, the, the, answer, the answer to your question is, if you go to a website and it talks about price, people have been habituated to believe that that is a scam because cryptocurrencies are so dishonest that the that they pretend the price doesn't exist. If you go to bitcoin.org, they don't talk about the price. If you go to ethereum.org, they don't talk about the price because they think that makes them better people. They don't talk about the only thing anyone actually cares about. It's dishonest. Hex is more honest. It talks about the price. It talks about, hey, Crypto does flash crash to zero, depending on what exchange you're on. Hey, Bitcoin, the largest liquidity cryptocurrency has dropped 85% three or four times, not including the flash crashes. So you're in, you're in for some volatility. 
you're in for some risk, but you're also in for the highest returns that have ever existed in the history of man. More honest. Unfortunately, other websites that talk about price are often goddamn scams. They, they, they say, hey, we're going to guarantee you some rewards and we're going to guarantee you some return. If anybody guarantees you a return, run. Because you can't guarantee things. You can't, if your returns are based on what other people do and you can't predict what other people are going to do, well, then you can't guarantee anything. It's, it's based on the market. You know, hex, the rewards to the staker class go up in hex terms of less people stake. They go down in hex terms of more people stake. Just like Bitcoin mining. More people mine, each miner gets less. Less people mine, each miner gets more. Same setup. Fixed pool of rewards, a varying size of pool of people participating to get those rewards. So <clears throat> when people visit the Hex website and they see that it talks about price and design attention of appreciating in value, their brain shut off. They stop reading because they think that they're smarter than me and they think that they're smarter than Hex. But in reality, they're stupid. That, that system that they use, that rubric of the heuristic of seeing any website that talks about price and just discarding it instantly, it will save them from lots of scams. But they ran into an edge case. They ran into a specific scenario where a damn cryptocurrency genius and business genius and marketing genius designed something amazing and their, their heuristic doesn't account for that. So, so because Hex is so wildly different than so many other things, it, you know, it's got flashy marketing on top of true, trustless, decentralized, audited, secure, world's first blockchain CD, that they're not ready for that. Their brains can't handle it. They ask stupid questions that don't make sense because they're trying to shove it into their worldview of things that they do understand already, which is why I try and, if people understand Bitcoin, I explain to you the total number of shares that exist is like the total hash rate. It's the number of people competing for the fixed reward. Bitcoin inflates to reward miners, Hex inflates to reward stakers. They're very similar systems. They're very similar systems. Hex just has more features. And then when you understand that the relation of a Bitcoin feature to a Hex feature, then you're like, oh yeah, uh, share price is equal to mining difficulty. It makes it more expensive to get a piece of the network. It's analogies, right? So if you understand Bitcoin, you can understand Hex. But you basically have to find my Twitter thread where I make those analogies for you. <laughs> so they're just recently linked to on, on the website, but you know, you actually have to click Bitcoin is the hex is like Bitcoin. Oh, click. And if you don't click, you're not going to, not going to know the analogies. And then you might not understand the similarities between the systems and there's huge differences as well. Right? So they, both systems inflate, both systems inflate to incentivize certain behaviors that behavior incentivized by Bitcoin is polluting the environment and dumping the price. And the behavior incentivized by hex is holding the price up. And you don't need the, the smart contract. No, the pollution by Bitcoin. Say again. Sorry, the pollution by Bitcoin is a big deal. Yeah. I don't seem to understand. Because, you know, if you imagine Bitcoin is supposed to replace fiat currency in the transactional world, which it never will do. Trillions of value in Bitcoin has to be produced by trillions of value in electricity. Yep. And we all know that the hash rate where Bitcoin is the biggest polluter in the world. Now, that's a statement that I can make 
about China. I'm not going to say anything else about China. Yeah, it's the, the, the amount of money you have to waste is... The amount of money you have to waste so, for proof of waste in order to protect the Bitcoin network is proportional to the amount of value you're trying to protect. Can, can we just emphasize that proof of waste? That well, yeah, it's, I mean, that's how this that's how it works. And to some degree, Hex is also defended by proof of waste. It's just massively less because the network uh, that Hex currently utilizes, which is the second largest hash rate network in the world and is more decentralized and is is ready to do a proof of work change if the miners get too crappy and, you know, is figuring out proof of stake, which may work one day, you know, that network, it currently does use proof of work, but Hex can just add on value to blocks that are already being mined without having to introduce its own new network with new waste. We're just making more efficient the waste that already exists, which is a superior setup. Indeed. And, um, you know, I don't think either of us want to hate on Bitcoin because I think we both have. I'm changing my mind on it. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to be more okay with hating on Bitcoin. It, that is interesting because, in my view, Bitcoin is definitely a dead project. There's no question. It cannot be a transactional currency. No. It is not a store of wealth. It may, I mean, look, I think the price will keep US going up. Not long ago. I, I think the price will keep going up, but the question is, why do you care if that price keeps going up when you have something else that goes up 10 times faster that's more secure? It's like, I'll take the, the 10x extra thing, you know? <clears throat> so when I introduced you as our leader, <laughs> I Lol. think it's that in the cryptocurrency space, tribalism is rampant. Sure. Absolutely rampant. And I think one of, one of the things um, that is missing in the Hex community right now is the idea of this, that, you know, money is all imaginary, right? It's a story that we all buy into. It's like a shared USR, fiction, sure. It's a shared belief, right? It is a shared belief. We all believe, for example, that it's backed up by something. But it's not, obviously. The Fed... Um, Lots of people, I'm pretty sure, don't really understand that the federal bank isn't actually owned by the government. It's a private no. institution yep. created by the bankers back in 1913, as you know, by the federal yeah, with Reserve. private shareholders and private directors. Exactly. And yep. so the money that you think that you uh, understand, you really don't understand what real money is anyway. And it is only yep. this idea that we all have a shared belief, which brings us on to the idea of cryptocurrency. Well, that, that's the beautiful thing. Value. Well, that's the beautiful thing about a crypto is so developers that build software for a living don't actually understand computers. People that build computers don't actually understand software. You, you have to, the world is so complex now that you can only understand a particular subset of the stack of things, which gets you from electrons, silicon, bios, uh, operating system, compiler, real-time execution, secure enclave, and then you're like, oh, okay. And then we've got, now we're gonna show this to the user and then it's gonna go onto their monitor and then they're gonna interact with it. Like, and it has to go over the network. All of this stack that you get to 
no one understands every part of it. You can't. And so everyone has to choose which parts they're going to specialize in, in any stack. And so in the, for instance, the, the economy stack, economists study like hell to understand it, do the best they can get degrees in it. And then they're all broke as hell because they can't predict the future because they don't actually know what the fuck they're talking about. And so the people that study the economy usually don't actually understand the economy. So, you know, you don't need to understand anything to speculate on hacks. Look at the chart number goes up. That's what's been happening. If, if you knew more about crypto, would the number go up any differently for you? No, then the charts, the chart. If you knew nothing about crypto, it's like it's the great equalizer, whether you understand more or less about crypto or more or less about computers, it doesn't matter. There's the price you got in at, and then there's today's price. And then that's it. I guess in hex, there's like the share price, how low it was when you got in, because it only goes up. Um, it, you don't need to understand this stuff. No, like nobody understands Bitcoin and it went up 2 million X. Nobody can, and by the way, you can't use it anywhere either. Went up 2 million X. So a lot of things people think that you need, you don't actually need. <laughs> so I think we're in agreement that the really reason, or probably the only reason that people get into cryptocurrency is investment. Sure. They want to make money. Yes. And this is where undoubtedly Hex is the number one investment vehicle that is around at the moment. It's pretty amazing. Would you like to take us through your philosophy then of the big payday launch? What, oh, what sure. was behind that? So Bitcoin, people, people misunderstand Bitcoin. They say it's deflationary. It's not deflationary. When you go from zero coins to 18 million coins over 10 years, that's hyperinflationary. You got to mint a lot of coins to get from zero to 18 million. Now, the way that Bitcoin did it was they hyperinflated in the beginning and then they reduced the amount that they inflate over time so that every four years the inflation drops in half. But it's still inflating and it's still polluting and still being dumped by the miners. Hex decided, hey, you know what? Let's just get that phase over with. Let's just get this all of this uh, initial launch phase of distributing the coins and bootstrapping the new economy. Let's get that over with in the first year. And then we can jump right into the really low inflation phase. So if you annualize the percentage of inflation during Bitcoin's like early years, it was like a thousand percent in the first year. It was like straight up because you went from no coins to some coins. And we get that over with. We don't wait 10 years to do that. We get that over with in Hex. And we jump right to 3.69% maximum after that. And that's lower than Bitcoin's inflation rate was when it hit 20K after it existed for 10 years. So, you know, having a maximum 3.69% inflation rate only one year after launch is an amazing value proposition. It took 10 years for Bitcoin to get close to that. And it was still higher than that. So, you know, it's, it's a bit, and in addition to that, if you want to have a, a way to onboard a lot of new users, the $700 million payout in, uh, you know, that's taking today's price times 183 billion hacks, which is what the big payday is in, uh, about 40 days, I guess, 39 days, something like that. Um, that's a, a real good reason to get in, to get staked, to get a low share rate, 
because after the big payday, the share rate's going to skyrocket. The amount of hex that you'll need to stake to get a share is going to go up by a lot. So, you know, this is also paid out to people by the length that they stake. If you stake an extra year, you get 20% more shares. If you stake an extra 10 years, you get 200% bonus shares. That's a 3x to your shares. And then that's the reason those incentives were longer pays better, which were copied directly from the normal world. Normal bank CDs pay you about 20% more interest every extra year that you choose to lock your money up. So a two-year CD pays about 20% more interest than a one-year CD. A three-year CD pays about 40% more interest than a one-year CD per year. That's how the that's how these numbers were selected. I looked at what worked in the real world and I said, well, we know that this is how much human beings value their time because this is a $7 trillion market built around these numbers. Okay, well, let's take those numbers that we know work and just stick them on the blockchain. This is so funny to me, people can't get it. We're like, hey, we took what works in the real world and we put it on the blockchain. So like Bitcoin tried to be a currency and Hex is trying to be a CD, right? Um, and I think this is, this is the only way that we're going to get more and more people on board. No coiners specifically. It's easier to get the no coiners. It's easier. Here's your CD, 1.04%, which is the maximum, which I looked up this morning for a uh, one-year CD. And you get 25% APY in Hex. Why would you not put, what, first of all, I do not understand why there are trillions of dollars locked up in CDs giving 1% interest. What are they thinking in the first place? It is a low Inflation's return, yeah. already more than 1%, they're losing yep. money. And if they knew and understood the fact that cryptocurrency is not a scam, it's not all about, you know, using it to buy, buy drugs, but it is actually a financial product. And I think this is what the beauty effects is for me. Hex is a long-term financial product on the blockchain. It's mm -hmm. the first come, but it is a fantastic product that everybody should be able to understand. It is a blockchain CD. And if you're not involved today, you've still got time to get in to get the big payday bonus. And as you said, it's that huge. bonus is 183 billion. Yeah. And you're going to get your share of that. Yeah. I mean, this the total supply right now is about the total supply right now is about 420 billion. Big payday is 183 billion. Maybe in the next 30 days, the total supply will be like 450, 460. So, you know, 183 billion issued to the staker class on a total supply of, you know, 460. It's a big, big number. It's a lot. And then after that, it's it's going to be a lot harder to get coins because the adoption amplifier goes away. You're not going to be able to turn Ethereum into Hex directly. Uh, you probably have a referral link that gets them a 10% bonus to to do that. Isn't it like realhex.com or something? Uh, Hexwind.online. Okay. Hexwind.online. Sure. All right. Yeah. Um, that's his referral link. It's your 10% bonus if you're transforming Ethereum into Hex. Um, if you... If you don't get in before the big payday, you're not going to get paid the big payday. You didn't get paid the huge penalties that someone incurred yesterday. Someone emergency ends. So as a staker, you have uh, multiple revenue sources. One is the currency's inflation maximum of 3.69%. That's given to just the stakers. Two is 
your share of emergency end stake penalties. So someone says they're going to stake for 10 years, but then decides they only want to, they want to exit after a year, they get penalized heavily. That benefits the stakers. And three is late end stake penalties. Someone says they're going to end their stake, uh, you know, within two years, they have to end it within two years, plus a two week uh, grace period. And then if they don't, they start getting penalized 1% every week because who, you know, you need to pay a, a dollar or $2 to end your stake. Well, who should pay that? But you, the guy that said that you're going to, and if you don't pay it, then you're going to start bleeding penalties to the other stakers. So those are revenue sources for the stakers. Yesterday, someone paid 170 million hex in penalties. I mean, that's like several hundred thousand dollars of penalties that was just given to the, the stakers yesterday. And you had to have an active stake open. If you didn't have an active stake open, you didn't receive that money. So you didn't, you know, getting in earlier gets you a lower share price. You'll never get a lower share price than now because it only goes up. Mathematically can only go up. It's how account, it's how compounding interest is accounted for in the system by making it more and more expensive for new people to get shares to try and dilute the old guys. The old guys that get in early get the lowest rates. And if they stake longer, they maintain those very low rates and, and large numbers of shares for a longer period. But when their stakes expire and they have to restake again, if they want to, the share rates a lot higher and then they're going to get less shares. So mathematically, if you stake whatever profit you get, plus your principal, when you get those, when you mint those rewards, you will never be able to get more shares by reinvesting this never because the share price only goes up. Um, yeah, so earlier is better, larger is better, and, and the, the system obviously works. Imagine how much higher the price is that uh, that person's emergency end stake rewards were given to the believers, the stakers, instead of given to him to sell. Because a lot of times when people emergency end stake, it's not because they were just in a rush to pay some penalties. A lot of times because they want to sell. And they want to sell immediately. And so that's what they do. They emergency end stake. They market dump the price immediately. And then, you know, historically, everyone that's done that, it's not worked out very well for. The price has gone higher than where they exited. <laughs> and then sometimes they buy back in and they just have less, you know. <clears throat> so to... Um, Simplify this for the no coiners that are watching this broadcast because I know a lot of my all right. viewers don't know anything about cryptocurrency at all. Sure. Basically, um, we need Ethereum. Ethereum is a currency that we need in order to pay transaction fees. So we need Ethereum, but then we get hex. Yeah. And then what we do with our hex is we can do one of two things. We could take our hex and do nothing. We can. That, yep. That's essentially like putting money underneath the mattress. Yep. But if you lock your hex up, like a time deposit account, a CD mm -hmm. in America. That means then that you are able to buy shares in the ecosystem that is HEX, right? So what we do is we yep. transform our HEX into shares. Yep. And the number of shares that we own is actually what is the determining factor of how much of these three big pools of HEX that we get at the end yep. of the day, right? Yep. And, and the big payday as well. You're going to get your share of the big payday. Yeah. You're going to get your share of the... Uh, emergency end stake penalties, mm -hmm. the late penalties. And then on top of and that, you get the thing that's easy to understand, the interest. Yep. So getting in now and getting the most shares possible is absolutely critical. 
absolutely if, critical. If you want to make a lot of hex, I think so. Yes. It's a life-changing opportunity. And it only happens you know, once. It's only going to happen once, yeah. and it's in 30-odd days' time. If yeah. you're thinking about getting into back to when you first started uh, the hex, there's a lot of people that came on and called you a scammer. They said it was a Ponzi scheme. It's hilarious. They don't learn. It, it is absolutely think that they do that why is it because they are just that stupid yes are they trying to protect you okay no, my, my, <laughs> um, it's, it's this you, simple if you go on donald trump's twitter you're gonna find wild amounts of hate if you go on any famous person's twitter you're gonna find wild amounts of genuine hatred so i don't care who you are in this world if people discover you exist they're going to be very mean to you period doesn't matter who you are or what you're doing or what side you're on. If people detect that you exist and you have an audience, you're going to be hated. I, I find it remarkable. I also find it remarkable how you are able to deal with the vitriol that you've had to deal with uh, on camera. I can't believe some of the people <laughs> that have actually been on stream with you and the way that they've behaved is it's absolutely phenomenal to me. Yeah, it's crazy, uh, actually. It is crazy. Yeah. So I would like to address this idea of the of the Ponzi scheme. Sure. Scam report hex is. Yeah. Hex does exactly what it says on the tin. Yeah. The smart contract says you put hex in and at the end of your time contract you get more hex back. Period. Yep. Yep. That's what the smart contract says and that's what it does. There is no Ponzi scheme. There is Correct. no scam. What do you not understand? about that uh mr mccormack oh sorry yeah so i shouldn't mention um it to me it's very straightforward people people so if people understood how fake actual money was right like the federal reserve is actually a private company and they just print as much as they want all the time and 20 percent of all the printed current 20% uh, of all the dollars that exist in the world were minted this year. That's how much they're just slamming on the gas of printing money. People don't understand all that. And then you say, Hey, we're going to make a peer to peer replacement for that to make it better called Bitcoin. And then everyone called that a scam. And they called that, they called Bitcoin a scam for 10 years. And they're still calling Bitcoin a scam, even though it's up 1.1 million X right now. 1.1 million times more valuable right now than it was 10 or 11 years ago. People are just damn stupid. They don't update their worldview. So, so when, so Bitcoin is not a scam, it's old technology. It's stagnant. There are much better things now like Hex, but it's not a scam and it still is likely to perform very well on price because everything else is just so much more of a joke. I mean, what's easier to get Bitcoin or new dollars, new dollars. They print them for funny money all the time. If you're in the elite class, you know, and you can borrow them for free, right? The Cantillon effect, which is inflation benefits those that receive it first more than those that receive it later after prices have been inflated. So in hex, if, if you want to know what a Ponzi scheme is, a Ponzi scheme is where people make you promises that they can't keep. It's fraudulent. They pretend there's some business activity. They pretend that you give them money to get part of the profits from that business activity. There is no actual business activity. There is no actual profits. They just pay 
uh, rewards to the first guys in by stealing the principal from the last guys in. And then it collapses when they can't get enough new money to pay the old money and they exit scam and run off with all the money. Hex doesn't have any of those problems. Hex doesn't owe you anything. You mint your own rewards, just like Bitcoin. Bitcoin miners mint their own Bitcoin. Does someone hand it to them? No. Is there some exit scam where, you know, they can't get paid their Bitcoin rewards? No, they mint their Bitcoin rewards themselves in a peer-to-peer distributed network. Hex is the same way. You mint your own inflation, your own rewards yourself, and no one else in the world could do it for you. You're the only person that has your private keys. You're the only person that can mint your own reward. It's that simple. So it cannot be a Ponzi scheme. It cannot fail and uh, by owing people things. It doesn't owe anyone anything. You owe yourself interest. You mint it yourself. It can't possibly be a Ponzi scheme. Then there's these things called pyramid schemes. Okay, well, what's a pyramid scheme? Pyramid scheme is where you have a gooder service and you put the maximum number of middlemen between the user and the producer. Well, how is that efficient? It's not efficient. It's terrible. It sucks. So, hey, here's some steak knives and here's some people eating steak. All right, well, how do we put 40 layers of people all inflating the price of the steak knives for the poor guy trying to use it to eat a steak? It's crap. So it's not a good model. So is Hex a pyramid scheme? Well, can you make money on referring people? Yes, for the next 30 days on a single level, like Amazon has, like Tesla has, like every successful internet retailer has. Okay, is there a second level? Can you make money on other people referring? No, no, there's no multiple tiers. There's no pyramid. There's just one level and it disappears in 30 days. So there's no pyramid scheme. There's no maximum number of middlemen between product and user. We don't have any of that. So it's, it's awesome. It's not a pyramid. It's not a Ponzi. It's trustless. It's audited. It's secure. Price performance is amazing. The user feedback is amazing. Everyone that uses it loves it. Everything's going great. The only people that hate hacks, people have never used it and truly don't even understand it. They don't even understand what it does. Just insane. They don't get it. You, you would think that if they didn't have the brains or the patience to read the website, they would at least respect me as a person who's got so many things right for so many years. I called the $20,000 Christmas months before it happened. I called the $20,000 top. I called the multi-year bear market for free with no paid group, free videos, free books, free coins, $3 billion of Bitcoin holders have minted their hex for free. Has any of them been hacked? Has any of them had any problems? Nope. They just got a bunch of free money that I worked real hard to create for them. Do I get thanked? No, I get mostly hated. Hilarious. <laughs> this is hilarious to me. And not to mention the biggest, uh, one of the biggest giveaways in cryptocurrency that's just happened with the Unicoin. Yep. All on the back of user creating X. Yeah. We, we sparked uh, the DeFi revolution. Credit for that whatsoever. Well, you Millions know. Millions given to people because of Hex. I, I will say they they have not been fair to Hex at all, but they did give the Hex liquidity providers and the, the purchasers of Hex millions and millions and millions of dollars of free uni tokens. So that was nice. You know, that was nice of them. It would be nice if they followed that up with some, some respect. But, you know, if, if people can't publicly give you respect, uh, you know, I guess the millions of dollars is a, an okay consolation price. It's unbelievable. You mentioned the free money. Effect. 
truly you mentioned free. the campaign effect earlier on. And, you know, the closer you are to the money, the more you benefit, right? Who are the yeah. closest to the money? The bankers who are printing the money in the first place. Mm -hmm. X is democratization of money. Because yeah, it puts, you're the bank. And Hex, you're we, the bank. We can't. We can really only talk about Hex, the price that's associated with Hex. But one thing's for sure, and I'll go back to this tribalism idea: the value, the consensus value in real-world currency of Hex is determined by the community. Yep. That's what gives any cryptocurrency its value at the end of the day. And one of the things is that we've got in Hex at the moment. There are only two hundred thousand odd wallets at the moment. We have a very small community, um, but look, it's only what, eight months in? Well, so eight months in and we have extra opportunity because we're being gate capped by the people that are supposed to spread awareness. So when most people learn about you know crypto, they go to these crypto coin comparison sites because they do well on search engine ranking because they've been spamming up the keywords for so long, for so many years. And Hex is being forcibly put on page three instead of where it belongs on page one due to corruption it is. well that's an opportunity that means you know what if they decide to stop being corrupt and put hex where it belongs because you know it's just proven that it's not going away hex is not going away it's never ever going away it cannot be paused it cannot be stopped um so anybody who's out there by the way the the you know the one that you really should be using is nomics.com yeah N-O-M-I-C-S dot com is very good. Another one. Uh, CoinPaprika.com uh, is pretty good too. And of course, uh, with uh, Uniswap, you know, changing to uh, version two, mm -hmm. they now have investors. And of course, the biggest investor is Binance. Mr. CZ. Meh, meh. I mean that's well, not. I think, that, I think that's true from the uh, the readings that I have. I, I may not. I may be wrong. Well, I mean, just because other people have decided to give him custody of their coins doesn't mean they're really his coins, even though he can use them to vote on things however he wishes. You know, it's cryptocurrencies were invented to get rid of middlemen. Exchanges are middlemen. Cryptocurrencies were designed to get rid of that. They're the enemy. So Uniswap replacing exchanges is beautiful and amazing. No more selfies, no more signing up, no more email addresses, no more AML, KYC garbage. No more hoping someone else gives you your money back. So, like in Hex, you can turn Ethereum directly into Hex, directly in the contract, no counterparty risk. You can uh, get out of... Uh, Hex into thousands of different currencies, stable coins like Tether, USDC, bunch of other stable coins, wrapped Bitcoin, Ethereum itself, anything you want on a website called ethhex.com, ethhex.com. It's just another front end of Uniswap that has, uh, you know, the default as Hex just so it's easier to use. That's beautiful progress. I mean, if you, if you think of things that you want to do to make the world better. Okay, if you want to get rid of the banksters and all the crap that banks do, you got to replace all their products. So Bitcoin tried to replace currency. Hex does it better. Higher throughput, lower fees, better price performance. Okay. Does Bitcoin try and address time deposits? Nope, and it never will. It can't. 
It can only pay miners to pollute. It can't pay people to lock up coins. It's not in the code, never will be. But it hacks, so we accidentally do currency better than Bitcoin, and we on purpose do time deposit better than anything. There's no other thing as good as hex as far as time deposit is concerned. Nothing remotely close in the blockchain. So if you if you want to make the world a better place, okay, we've replaced currency, we've replaced time deposit, and what else would we love to replace? Exchanges. Let's get rid of the middlemen, get rid of the friction, get rid of the fees. And hex does that too. You know, it's top fifteen most liquid on-chain exchanged coin in the world beautiful it's just amazing like it does everything scalability anonymity liquidity on-chain uh, trustless no counterparty risk no selfies it's just beautiful it does it does all the things you would want and bitcoin by the way does none of that bitcoin does not uh have a way to get if you have ethereum and you want to get into bitcoin without counterparty risk you can't really do it I could show you some ways to reduce your risk using federation and kind of iterate. Like if you want to go from Bitcoin into hex and you go to hex.com and you click this thing called bridge.renvm or something, you can turn your Bitcoin into wrapped like Ren Bitcoin, and then you can turn that into hex. And then if you just do little small chunks over time, but you got to wait one hour for each transaction because it waits for six confirmations because Bitcoin's so slow that you have to actually wait an hour because Bitcoin sucks. <laughs> but on the Ethereum side, it takes 13 seconds. This is hilarious, you know. <clears throat> and that's one of the things I think we said before that when I joined the Bitcoin Foundation, we were arguing about the size of the blockchain way back then, and it hasn't changed. We still have one megabit. We still have six confirmations to go through. Bitcoin is a failed project. Now, I, it's not going to go away. There's too much money involved right now. But what do you think? is going to be the tipping point. Because right now, of course, it's new. Very few people know about it. But it is the democratization of money. It is a financial blockchain product. Really? That, that everything, what do you think is going to be? Every, everything that Hex is doing is wonderful. The community is wonderful. The logo is wonderful. The way it looks is wonderful. You can't misspell it. The ticker is the project name. Try and spell Ethereum. Most people misspell it. And what is the token that Ethereum uses? It's called Ether. Okay. And what is the ticker for Ether? F. Right. And then it's like, okay, what is hex called? Hex. And what's the ticker? Hex. And how do you misspell it? You can't. It's hex. And then what does the logo look like? Amazing. You know, and it's like, do, do is that what I care about as a technologist? No, but is it what I care about as a marketer? Because I know people actually, I mean, when people get new into crypto, they'll actually buy the crypto that has the coolest looking logo. I swear to God, that's how crazy it is. So it helps to have the best looking logo and the best brand name and the best domain name and the best community making videos and making the best memes. That stuff is all the glue and the stickiness that gets people engaged and makes them stick forever. If you, and it also helps that people are locking up their coins for 15 years. The average stake length in hex is five years, about 4.85 years. Yeah, that's phenomenal. Yeah, that's amazing. So when someone's locked up for five years, in a normal cryptocurrency, what people do is they buy, they hold for a while, then they sell, and then they talk a lot of crap, hoping to buy back cheaper. 
and they demonize the thing that they sold. You get a lot less of that in hacks because people are staked and they're not trash talking their investment. So it's just golden, beautiful sentiment all the time because they're, they're locked in with their stakes. They're locked in with the community and we have the best stats in all of crypto. So you can see when people bought, when people sold, how long they're staked for, who referred them. You can refer other people. All of those things, you can't do that in Bitcoin. You can't. Hey, somebody bought. Okay, I don't know who that is. I don't know what other coins they're holding. I don't know if they made it or lost money. I don't know how many more coins they're holding. I don't know how much other energy they have economically that they might buy the price up with because you can't see it all because only the exchange can see it. The exchange can see it, not you. But it hacks because it's all on-chain exchange. You can see, hey, this guy bought here. He sold there. He's holding a couple hundred million dollars of ETH. Boy, maybe he'll buy more. And you could do so much more interesting and amazing things with hacks that you cannot do in any other cryptocurrency in the world. If you go to hex.vision and start clicking around at the different screens as for what intelligence you can get about the hex system, it's absolutely amazing. There is no other system in all of cryptocurrency's history that has ever given you as in-depth perspective as Hex.Vision gives you, period. And crypto's been around 10 years. It's just Hex came and did it better. And really, the developer named Firebun is the one who came and did it better. His systems were very, very cool. And, um, you know, this is another thing that the general public needs to be educated about is the fact of the transparency of cryptocurrency. It's totally transparent. The guy who sold his hex yesterday, we can actually track that exact uh, transaction and we can see when he did it and what he did with the money afterwards. You can't do that with anything else. Try doing that with fiat currency. So yeah, it's, it's less transparent. Everything else is less transparent. On the blockchain, everything, for the most part, is public but pseudo-anonymous. So you know an address did something, but you don't know who the address is, which is awesome. When you want it to be anonymous, you can make it so. But you don't need it to be until, like, you know, you're actually going to, like, cash out or something. And then maybe you're really more concerned with your privacy and operational security at that point. <clears throat> privacy is because our generation, my generation, I'm older than you, and I think your generation, libertarians, you know, privacy was a very big issue. But the kids today don't seem to be that bothered about their privacy. I mean, you look at people, for example, who use Venmo. They deliberately actually expose their financial transactions to their friends, which is bizarre to me. But it seems that privacy is not such a big deal to the younger generation. I mean, take Facebook, for example. We all know the exposure uh, of your personal data that... that uh, uh, there is no privacy on, on Facebook, but there are more users on Facebook than ever now. It seems to me that this privacy issue isn't the big issue these days. So yeah, I, I agree. I agree with that. Cryptocurrency. I mean, so the, the, the best way to look at this is how many people are actually having problems from everybody knowing where they're at all the time? Nobody. Nobody's really having a problem for that. It, it's it's it, I've just been subject to that 24 hours a day for two weeks. Right. Yeah. And I'm here live streaming, you know, and so there's like it, you gain a lot of power by giving up your anonymity. So you and I gave up our anonymity. Now we have faces and names on the internet, which gives us influence and power. 
which we would not have if we were nameless, faceless anonymity freaks. So there is a lot of profit in giving up your anonymity and the anonymity most people think they have, they don't even have. So they're not really giving up anything. A lot of people. So it, it is, it is weird to me as a, as a cypherpunk and, and, and believer in privacy that there is so much profit in giving it up, but there is, I mean, the amount of time that it takes to, to be anonymous is actually a lot of time. And you could have made a YouTube channel and started promoting a referral link and done a lot better. So, you know, for, for most people, the hyper anonymous stuff is actually not good for them. It's, it's a waste of time and money and, and not even real. It's just security theater for most people. If you carry your cell phone with you turned on all the time, you don't actually give a fuck about anonymity period at all. Cause that's those records are kept for five years. And if there's ever crime, they look up everybody that was in that area and they go, Oh, and a matter of fact, they not only look up whose phones were in the area and what phone numbers they were, but they'll also look up anybody that Googled any address that was related to the crime within two weeks of the crime. So if you use Google and if you carry your phone around with you all the time, there ain't not a damn anonymous thing going on with you. <laughs> There's not. Absolutely. Even, uh, obviously my real name is not Conrad Zen, uh, but three mouse clicks and you can find out exactly who I really am and my real yeah. name. Yeah. Um, so there is no anonymity at all. I like Conrad Zen. That sounds like a cool name. Well, uh, it was a, it was a joke. All right. Well, my um, real name is not Richard like Hart. It's Richard Schuler, and you can Google it, but... Heart sounds way cooler than Schuller, yeah. in my opinion. There we go. It is funny how we uh, we use. Well, everyone does. Tony Robbins' real name is Anthony Mahorek. Tom Cruise's real name is Thomas Mapather. Every everybody's. If you if you're like, do you want to have more impact? Do you want a better brand? Well, then you need to choose good language. And if if I you know I can't even pronounce my own German last name properly. It has like anglicized letters. Fuck my last name. I picked a better one, you know? <clears throat> That's an interesting thing as well, is that um, your name is your identity, and yet you didn't get to pick it. True. Your parents you don't get to pick your nicknames either, so that doesn't go away, really. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. Yeah. So uh, um, why Hex? Why the Hexagon logo? Where did that come well, from? Well, luck again luck again it's amazing how many i'm um, like i keep discovering new awesome things that hex emergently has as properties that are the result of other good decisions that were made so i was i was like okay we're gonna do this bitcoin on ethereum value thing all right other forks that have done well value wise have had bitcoin in their name so bitcoin cash has a high value um, and then on down the list, they all have Bitcoin in the name. So I'm like, all right, well, there's no reason to buck something that works. Let's, let's stick with that. So I registered all of the expired Bitcoin domains that had like short second words, right? Like Bitcoin ASP, Bitcoin tiny, Bitcoin hex on down the list. And I was like, okay, of this list, hex is obviously the best one. Can't misspell it. It's got futuristic imagery. The hexagon is the most futuristic shape. It's in every movie that's like set in the 2100s. You're getting hexagons out the yin yang, you know, uh, Lamborghini selected it for all of their, uh, shapes on their car. There's hexagons everywhere, all over it. 
And then as the project was going on, people were saying, oh, you know, you're trying to steal the Bitcoin brand. I'm like, actually, the Bitcoin brand sucks. It's a compound word of two words, both of which are meaningless, bit and coin. It, it, you don't even own the dot com. Somebody else does. And then I'm, I'm like, all right, well, you know what? Since you guys complain so much, I'm just going to do the right thing from a branding perspective and just cut your word out entirely because I don't want Bitcoin leeching onto my marketing efforts. If I'm busting my ass to promote Hex, why should Bitcoin get a free ride by having its name in the name of my project? Nope. You guys go do your own marketing. When I promote Hex, I'm just promoting Hex. I'm not promoting Bitcoin. Because you got to choose which ticker symbol you're going to buy. You want to buy the Bitcoin ticker symbol, which is up like 30 or 40% this year, or you want to buy the Hex ticker symbol, which is up 30 or 40x this year versus the dollar. Even more. I mean, it's been... I think it's up right now like 70x and it was up uh, a couple months ago at 116x versus the dollar. It's just the number that's top performing cryptocurrency of 2020. Just murdering everything else. Well, you got to choose which ticker somebody you're going to buy. You're going to buy BTC or you're going to buy HEX. Hex. It's better. Um, so from a branding perspective, Hex is vastly superior to Bitcoin Hex. From an imagery, futuristic technology perspective, there is no shape better than the hexagon, period. And you have, I mean, the other funny thing is every geometric shape has a crypto company named after it almost. So Square just bought $50 million of Bitcoin yesterday, which didn't even move the price any, like nothing, because $50 million of Bitcoin is nothing. So you got to find half a billion to try and move the price up. 50, 50 million doesn't do it. Uh, they've got a, you know, they're, a brand is square. Then there's another Bitcoin, another Bitcoin related brand called circle. And then there's hex. <laughs> and of those shapes, hex is the most futuristic and, and not like, it's, there's so many good things about uh, the brand, the domain name, the logo, the color. <clears throat> hex in nature also is the most efficient structure. Any energy wise. Yep. You know, True. The That's why bubbles are full of hexagons. For that very reason. Yep. And then the 3.69% interest, where does 3.69 come into it then? Well, I mean, if you Google it, you're going to see Tesla was like, if you understand 3.69, you understand the universe, stuff like that, which is nice from a like fan fiction kind of perspective. Nice. Uh, it's, it's a geometrical progression. Right, so three times two is six. Three times three is nine. It's, uh, I mean, if you look at people's usernames and passwords, the f number sixty-nine appears in them disproportionately often. If you uh, look at the inflation at the inflation rate of Bitcoin when it hit twenty thousand, it was like three point eight nine, three point nine two, something like that. So if you wanted to have a lower inflation rate than Bitcoin, have a bunch of cool fan fiction, easy to remember things, this is the number that I arrived at. Could have been other numbers. This was a number that I liked a lot. So that's how that happens. <laughs> by the way, I present these things to the public before they were decided on. So, you know, I was like, hey guys, what should the inflation rate of Hex be? mostly crickets apparently people don't feel qualified to make these types of design decisions so 
I decided. <laughs> and then I explained why, you know. Uh, hex, hex would have still been very effective at other numbers. 1, 10, 8, all of these numbers would be okay. Um, I liked this one. I think, I think this one is working very well. I think we're all pretty happy with your choice of 3.69%, Richard, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's like people people always have these fan fiction ideas of like how how they could improve the system or how the system could have been designed better. And you're like, okay, so the 116x in four months price performance, you think that you could have beat that. Like, where did, what, did like just 1,000 exit off the first? <laughs> like, like, I don't know, man. This is pretty good. It's going pretty good. <clears throat> and of course... You've had to deal with the fact that uh, the world has been in lockdown. Um, in my own world, I had, uh, when I visited London recently, my whole idea there was to hold conferences. And of course, none of that could happen. None of that could happen. Can you, you imagine, but you're obviously familiar with OneCoin, right? Yeah. One of the reasons why OneCoin did so well was the community. Yep. And having those spectacular, phenomenal rallies. Can you see that happening next year once we get rid of this stupid disease? Would you like to see that sort of thing happening for Hex as a professional I, I sure do like to be on stage because I'm so good at it. I don't <laughs> care what I'm talking about. If I'm on stage, it's going to be good. People are going to learn. People are going to respect. It's going to be a really nice experience for everybody. If you ever have, have the opportunity to see me on stage or watch any of my material... Um, you know, I'm on YouTube. You can see some of my onstage stuff there. It's great. So, I mean, if COVID wasn't uh, going on, I would love to be talking about things I'm passionate about on stage for sure. And I mean, the Hex community has already got plans to do events, but COVID's kind of messed them up a bit. Like there was going to be a big Miami meetup for a big payday, but COVID kind of screwed that up. Um, yeah, I, I think all of the things that you've seen in other cryptocurrencies that have been good are emerging in Hex or have already emerged for the same reasons. I mean, if you have price performance, branding, logo, domain name, security, scalability, liquidity, on-chain exchange, you just have every single thing that you could possibly, oh, by the way, somebody bought taxi ads all over the UK. Somebody bought bus ads all over the UK, but somebody bought digital billboards all over the UK. I mean, I guess mostly London. I haven't seen other cryptocurrencies really do that. Absolutely so, not. I can vouch for the taxis because I found one when I was in London and I did a broadcast from the back of the London taxi and it looks absolutely spectacular. It was eye-catching. I don't understand, I'm not quite sure whether the 11,500% increase really resonated with people because it was just such a phenomenal figure, but it certainly stands out in London, that's for sure. And I think you've seen the picture of uh, the taxi uh, outside of Buckingham Palace. Yeah, I saw, I saw your video I liked a lot where, where you were in the, uh, the taxi, which is just so cool because it looks nice. It's a nice looking taxi. It, it was eye-catching. People yeah. were actually stopping to look at the taxi to see what it was. That's actually very cool. That's very yeah, cool. Was cool. Because that, and I by mean. By the way, I didn't, I didn't pay for the taxis. It wasn't me, by the way. All right. Well, 
you know, in Hex, we don't expect profit from the work of others. So if you want the world to be a better place, you have to be the change that you want to see in the world. I I think that the community as a whole needs to do a better job of telling other people about Hex. We have thousands of people that come onto the social media every single day. And what is mind boggling to me is all the content creators that we have, we've got some great content producers, right? Exologist is the number one man. He does a phenomenal job. We've got RG3, we've got uh, Crypto Coffee and uh, others, which I can't remember at the moment, so forgive me. Every one of those channels should have over 20,000 subscribers. Every one of you that's watching here should be subscribed to all of those channels. The community is key to cryptocurrency. Agree. I I agree 100%. And I mean, particularly, like, people don't understand. Cryptocurrencies are banned from advertising. If you make a cryptocurrency ad on Facebook and you spend over $50 a day, it gets banned. Yep. So everybody in everybody in Hex could get an account and spend under 50 a day and fly under the radar and promote Hex and you guys should all be doing that. Particularly why there's a referral link that you could be using. You should all be doing that. As soon as someone tries to spend over 50 bucks a day, the ads get shut off. If you try and put up an ad on Google AdWords and you link directly to Hex, your account will be banned instantly. Some guys get away with it. I don't know how they do it. If you if you try and advertise on uh, anywhere, like if it, cryptocurrency advertising is banned, Hex is a cryptocurrency, so you need to get the word out. You got to yell, scream, and get attention because the world's not being fair to you. The world is not being fair to you if. It's easier to advertise as a prostitute than as a cryptocurrency. (laughs) Highest appreciating asset class that's ever existed. Helping empower man, helping to make things more efficient, helping to get rid of middlemen. Advertising illegal. What the fuck? It's just enraging, enraging. You know, so the fact that the advertising standards administration in the UK approved the hacks ads with 11,500% in them. That's pretty awesome. So apparently, you know, if you work hard enough, you can find reasonable people in the world that don't just outright stop your free speech. Uh, Hex uh, had an ad in the economist magazine, in the United States it might be the first cryptocurrency in history to have an advertisement in the economist magazine. It's been in uh, a lot of different stuff, you know? And this is, in my opinion, just the beginning. Once once people realize this ain't going away, probably get more articles, you know? Because right now, the only yeah. articles you get are uh, scam, scam, scam. You're like, okay, are we done with that now? Like, you want to know how many other cryptocurrencies have come and gone since Hex has been here? <laughs> they yeah. They float by in the river dead. Tons of cryptocurrencies. They come into existence. Hype, hype, hype. Then they steal everyone's money and then they go away. And those things, those things get past all these cryptocurrency gatekeepers. The existing cryptocurrency influencers say nice things about those scams. The existing cryptocurrency gatekeepers put those coins on the front page. 
you're like, this is an obvious scam. Why are you guys doing this? Ah, cause they're all making money on it. Oh, it all makes sense now. All right. So it's like hex has had a hundred percent uptime while other currencies have been hacked. Like KuCoin got hacked for $200 million. Have they listed hex? Nope. Binance got hacked for 50 million. But that was, I think, before Hex launched. Binance has been sued for laundering thousands and thousands of stolen Bitcoin. Binance has uh, listed coins that have had exit scams, dropped ninety percent in a day, ninety nine percent in a day. Binance, by the way, bought Coin Market Cap. No conflict of interest there, right? Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> you're like, so so people. People pretend that they're better than Hex. They're not. Hex is amazing. You know, does Hex try and promote trading? Everyone loses all their money trading. Okay, who get, who makes money on trading? The scam exchange middleman. Okay. And who promotes the scam exchange middleman? The ranking sites. And how do they make money? By getting as many eyeballs from as many projects as they can. And then they shove all these eyeballs into other scam projects. And then they all trade and they all get wrecked. And then everyone gets rich except the poor little guys. Hex stops all that shit. You don't need to trade and be wrecked and have give money to middlemen and send selfies and beg that they send your money back. You don't need any of that crap. Hex solves all of that. You lock up your funds and you go and live your life. You don't got to stare at a chart. You don't got to deal with middlemen. You don't got to beg for your money. You mint your own rewards. It's absolutely beautiful. It solves so many things. It does so many things better. And hopefully one day, uh, these ignorant people will give it the respect it deserves. Now, if 100, 116 times price performance led the DeFi movement and revolution ahead of everybody else, was the majority user of Uniswap for a while, like made Uniswap popular, at what point are they going to give us the respect we deserve? And if they won't give it, we'll just take it. Like, I, you know, we've been nice for a year. We were, we were nice to coin market cap for a year when they were just lying about our market cap and shoving us on page three when we belong on page one. Now we're not as nice about it anymore. Enough time has passed. You guys have had enough time to get your shit right. If you don't want to get your shit right, well, we're not going to pretend that you're good people anymore. You're not. You're bad people. It's really that simple. <clears throat> well, it looks like the uh, financial regulators might be having a word as well. They certainly seem to be looking at these exchanges with second eyes yeah Rico look exchanges are your enemy hacks. man they're they're not they're not your friend they lose your coins they get hacked they keep your money they dox you they they're like the worst if you never have to use an exchange congrats well, it certainly seems that uh, it makes might not be allowed for too much longer and uh, it looks like binance is in the sites as well so good luck I don't think it. you'll ever see CZ enter the United States willfully. CZ will never touch American territory on purpose. Well, the RICO Act gives them the authority to actually go after anybody that's used U.S. dollars. They got no shortage of ways to grab you if they want you. <laughs> they don't exactly. need that one. Yeah, sure, that's one of the tools they have, but they got a lot of other ones. I mean, if the U.S. wants you, they come get you. 
so moving on to a bit more of the technical hex with regard to um the ethereum fees mm -hmm. where do you see this going because they're very ethereum cheap right now point oh seems to be what sorry the ethereum fees are cheap right now so when the uniswap free tokens came out the gas fees went up to a thousand guay now the gas fees are 20 guay that's 100x cheaper that's a big difference. Still more expensive than it was at the beginning of the year, though. Well, it used to be two. Yeah. Yeah. But the, so the, the issue with this is where does the majority of purchasing energy of HEX come from currently? In my opinion, Ethereum whales, because I look when the price moves up a lot and I look who bought and I look in his wallet and I go, what else is in that guy's wallet? And it's usually old Ethereum. You're like, all right, well... As long as what the majority of people buying up the hex price are doing it with Ethereum, you want to be on the Ethereum network. Because if you hop off the Ethereum network to some other system, how are you going to get the Ethereum guy's money? Got to do atomic cross swaps and federated blah, 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 blah. It's a lot harder. It sucks. So as long as the majority of people that are buying hex are Ethereum whales, Ethereum network's the best place to be by far. It's also secure and it's also got throughput innovations coming. I mean, you can already do a thousand transactions per second through zksync.io. Do you think you'd be able to do that if you weren't on the Ethereum network? No, because the L2 on other networks doesn't really exist yet. So you've got like a strong L1 on some other networks, but then you're beta testing and hoping there's not problems. So I'm very happy with where we're at currently. If it ever starts to suck too much, we'll just switch. We'll get community consensus and people can decide to do it on another network. I got some other networks in my mind. I know which ones I'd probably flip to. You get a lot of do options. Think, do you think Ethereum 2.0 will actually launch this year then? I Don't mean, care. Uh... My guess is no. Uh, every, all software is late and usually very late. So if, if their estimates are that that's going to happen this year, then I would say there's absolutely no chance. If their estimates was going to happen two years ago, then I'd be like, sure, maybe we get it this year. So I, I you know, if if you think software is going to launch on time, forget it. It's never happening. No software is ever launching on time. It's not happening. So if if you're getting estimates that are soon, forget about it. It's not happening. Some people are suggesting that Ethereum 2.0 will never be launched. And in fact, it will be sure. Ethereum 3.0. Could be, but I don't care. I, I really don't care. Hex works amazing now and has L2 scalability now. So why do I care? The, the only people that like, it, if you want to end a stake right now, I think it's like three bucks. Okay, it's three bucks. Not a big deal. What's it cost to like, like, that is not a bad deal. And, it, and tomorrow it might be a dollar, you know? If this becomes a problem, the, con the community can find consensus. When the average stake length is 4.8 years, that means the average staker doesn't give a shit because he's not ending a stake, right? So is, because our stake lengths are so long, we just shouldn't care about these fees as much as nearly any other project in the world because every other project is designed to have 
more often interactions and hex is designed to have less often interactions that's its entire like function it's to get people to lock up money to drive value up and the only way you have money locked up is if you're not constantly transacting with it <clears throat> for sure so big payday coming up 30 days time what do you see happening after big payday i have no idea a lot of people think the price is going to dip but if a lot of people think like that and they're waiting to buy well that makes it less likely to get the dip because they purposely didn't buy early to buy later and then that activity reduces the peak and decreases the dip so since you don't know how much money is sitting on the sidelines you don't know how many people that have expiring stakes are going to restake you don't know how sensitive those guys that might want to sell are to the price so if the price goes low, they just might not sell. They're like, yeah, I'm only going to, right? You don't, there's so many variables that go into it. And if you look historically, you're like, okay, how has Hex reacted to dips previously? Stipped 70% a couple times. Price has gone back up. Okay, so what if what if there's a dip on Big Payday? Okay, we've had a bunch of dips. So what? <laughs> like, it's, like, it's, for, for me, if you try and time the hex market, you're going to find it very hard to do because I couldn't, I'm, I'm an expert at TA technical analysis. I couldn't have predicted that someone would double the hex price in a single market buy order with 10,000 ETH. And I couldn't have predicted that somebody would emergency end stake and uh, pay 170 million in penalties yesterday. I had no idea. I had no idea someone would double the price. I had no no idea someone dumped the price twenty percent in a single, you know, uh, half hour period with his emergency end stake. He was there was only fourteen whales that had over one percent of all the shares. He used to be one of those whales. Now he's not. So, I had no idea that any of those things would happen, and I'm pretty sure no one else in the world did either. So, you know, what do I say again? There's no whale line in TA. Yeah, you never know. You never know. But here's what I do know. Share price keeps going up. And stakers were very well rewarded. And that dip was bought up voraciously. I mean, the dip is barely there. Like If you look at the chart, that guy's dip's barely there. We're back in the oscillating range of the flag now. It's like the dip didn't happen, basically. It recovered remarkable. Yeah. Remarkably like, well. I was like... I. I thought there'd be a bigger dip because <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of, if you, if you emergency instinct pay 170 mil penalty, then you're obviously selling like a lot of millions of hacks and the market just bought it up. Like, wow. All right. I guess there's some demand. I guess there's some money sitting on the sidelines to buy that back up. Well, because... I think in the last 24 hours, we had over 200 new, new accounts made. Nice. In 24 hours. So interest is definitely picking up. Yeah, as it should be. No, I mean, this is the last stake. hurrah. What is, what is think, think about if they were giving away one third of the Bitcoin supply on a, on a single day. You'd be like, yeah, that's a really important day. Well, that's kind of what's happening in Hex. The supply is going to be about 460B and the big payday is 183B. And so that's like roughly 200 out of... 500. So it's like roughly 
all right, well, damn, that's, that's a big payout. It's only happening once. And then the inflation rate drops to like lower than Bitcoin's ever was from $0 to $20,000. That's real good. And, and whatever the adoption amplifier was absorbing from buy pressure, because right now there's two great places that you could, uh, there's one great place you could buy and one great place you could mint your own hex. So in the adoption amplifier, you send Ethereum and then you mint your own hex. In Uniswap, you're buying hex. Those two places absorb Ethereum economic energy. Well, the AA disappears on November 19th. Actually, it's earlier. I think it might, I think the AA might disappear on November 17th. Um, well, whatever uh, ETH economic energy it could have absorbed, it can't absorb anymore. Now there's just Uniswap and the, the other exchanges, which I never promote. You've never heard me promote a centralized exchange for X because I don't like them. <laughs> I like decentralized, custodian-free, you know. Like I could tell you, hey, Bitcoin uh, Hex is on HitBTC. It's got the most liquid Bitcoin pair direct. Or I could tell you, hey, Hex is on uh, Changely.com, which uses HitBTC for liquidity. If you want to go cross-chain, maybe Changely is a good option for you. Right? Like, okay, I, I guess I guess maybe I should tell people that. But it, my my gut feeling level is, I want cryptocurrency to replace all the middlemen, all of them. So <laughs> I try not to talk about centralized exchanges. I see. Um, so my own view of this is that all this uh, hexes sitting on the sidelines, not state, they'd be crazy not to state. Probably, yeah. I mean, if you uh, want more hex, and it doesn't cost you much, and you only have to stake for a day, seems like a good way to get more hex. But you don't, sure. I mean, you so, don't know because the same logic applies to now. So like they could stake now and get more hex. So a theory, like no one knows, but a theory is that the people that aren't staking are doing so to one, drive up the rewards for the staker class to be competitive with all the other crap out there offering rates and two, drive up the market cap because stake tax is burnt and therefore it disappears and doesn't count for the market cap calculation any longer. So if you want higher rewards to the stakers and you want a higher market cap, then someone has to be not staked. Know what I mean? So th there's a... Yeah, very there's game there's game theory in this so if you if you want the value of hex to increase it is very useful to have a competitive interest landscape because a lot of people advertising high interest rates fraudulently or realistically you if you want to compete on message a high interest rate is important uh, initially, for sure. But again, that, that's another plus point for Hex because all these uh, all these food coins that keep coming along, uh, you know, they will disappear in a very short order. There's no question. Many have about already. That. Yeah, it's already dropped significantly, right? Well, many just died and disappeared. Yeah, so, and then some exit scammed, and then some are dying. 
you know, uh, the, the other thing about like, we talk about like the, the 28% average APY for stakers, which is what it is currently. So the staker class on average gets about 28.8% APY currently. Imagine if you multiply that by the USD gain taxes had. So if you bought January 5th and then you held for 119, 129 days, you're up 116 versus the USD. And then let's say you made like another 20% just in interest on your hex. You're, you're up like 133%. You're like some other large number, maybe you're up 150% or something. I don't know. Big number. <laughs> it's, big number. I, I'm sorry. Did I say 150%? I meant 150X. X. This is 15,000%. You're like, God darn, that's, uh, that's a lot of gains. That's a lot of gains. And we know they're real. I mean, the guy that dumped the price uh, yesterday, that people bought it back up, he's got 750,000 uh, US of value that he sold. He made it. He's like, hey, I bought my hex early. I sold it. Now I got three quarter of a million dollars. That's that guy's story. So it's not, it's not like, it's not fantasy. It's real. There's people yep. that do cash out and they make a lot of money and then they can do whatever they want with that money. You like Bitcoin? Go buy Bitcoin. Now you got more. You could have like 50x more Bitcoin than you started with. You love Bitcoin? Maybe buying hacks is the best way to get more Bitcoin. Or maybe you just get more hacks. You know, like it's it's really amazing. It's, it's, it's insane what happens in cryptocurrency. Like the fact that we could be realistically talking about thousands and thousands of percent return and they really happened and people really turned them into real money it's it's just like another world like no one from the legacy finance world would even understand that intuitively they, they would think it's impossible the fact that everyone that used uniswap so if you used hexdex.win which is a fork of the uniswap front end or if you used uh uniswap uh the system at all to buy hex or sell hex or any other token you currently have 400 free uni that you can claim and they're worth like $3 each. That's 1200 free dollars. Everybody, 250,000 addresses have the ability to claim 1300 free dollars. And it was as high as $2,400 or $3,200 actually. So free money, free, 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 free. And how many of those people were Hex uh, users? Tons and tons and tons because we made them popular. So tons of Hex users got $1,300 free, $2,000 free. Wow, amazing. This only happens in crypto and apparently mostly only happens to Hex. So, I mean, Hex was given for free to Bitcoin holders. Uni was given free to Hex holders. God damn, that's a lot of free money. And it's real. It's, just, it's, it's insane. Real. Like it's, I just, it's a beautiful place to be. It's a beautiful place. And think about Bitcoin. You held it 10 years, you're up 1.1 million X. Wow. <laughs> and, and imagine, Hex to me feels like being in Bitcoin when it was a dollar. That's what it feels like. Yeah, absolutely. You got to see sure. the logo get designed. You got to see the interest rate get chosen. You got to see new influencers start from scratch and get their first new viewer. You you got this. This is, I was there when Bitcoin started. 
I remember what it was like. It was just like this. So I, I love it. I mean, now actually, truthfully, it's a lot better now. Like the volumes are larger. The like things are a lot better now. Back when, back when I got into Bitcoin, if you backed up your wallet and you made over a hundred addresses, it invalidated your backup. And then your backup no longer worked properly because it didn't have saved keys for the new addresses that you made. And then if you lost your like hot wallet, you lose all your, your coins because your cold wallet backup was actually invalidated. It's a crazy because the HD wallets didn't exist then. All that stuff's fixed now. Like, it's, it's, uh, there's a. Uh, but it didn't matter back then because it was 0 0.08 cents of that. So it didn't matter, you know. <laughs> so it took what? Didn't matter. I'm, I'm, I brag about mining full 50 BTC blocks. Yes. And then you're like, you know, it was only 50 cents. So it was like, I, wow, I made $25. Woo. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> not... You're right in what you're saying about Hexo, because back in those days, nobody imagined that Bitcoin would be anywhere near a US dollar value it is today. Yeah. And so this is why this is why I got understood it, because this really is like getting into Bitcoin back in 2010. There is no question and there's no time machine. You can't go back. You missed that boat. But now is your opportunity. True. And it's real. Yep. And it is undoubtedly a life changing opportunity for a lot of people. And it's right here in front of you now. And all you have to do is take action. And, and ending soon. The big payday is ending. The referral program is ending. The adoption amplifier where you can turn Ethereum directly into Hex and the smart contract is ending. It's all over in uh, November 19th, which is like 30 something days from now. 31 days or something. Yeah. Crazy. So I mean, there's a, there's a countdown timer on Hex.com. So we could actually like just go look at it real quick. Or not. <laughs> Too hard to get to. Technology, man. Yeah. Love it. So, what other questions? You want to go to chat? You want to take questions from chat? Yeah, let's go to chat now. Um, I'll just finish off by saying that, you know, I want to thank you very much, Richard. I don't think you really even understand today what a fantastic product that you created. It is unbelievable. You're going to change so many lives. It is unbelievable. And Thanks, I am man. extremely happy. It reignited my interest in cryptocurrency as well. And, you know, one of the greatest joys that I've had doing this is I did Zoom calls to get people into Hex. And they invited, it was fantastic to see and meet all these people online interacting with Hex, which I know is actually going to change their lives, it's which is cool. phenomenal. So cool. I thank you from the bottom of my heart for inventing it in the first place. And, uh, you know, there will be a tipping point coming and I think very, very soon. Once the mainstream media picks up this hex story, it's going to explode. There is I no doubt wait. about that. So for everybody who's out there right now, if you're not in hex today, you really need to get involved. And those of you who are already involved in hex, then you can say another big thank you to Richard Hart. So thank you very much for that. So let's go to the question box, see if we have any questions. You want me to read out any questions to you, Richard? Yeah, it can't hurt. Um, wow, we've got uh, over 200 people watching the stream at the moment. So, wow, we're going to be about an hour and a half behind. So let me just go back up and see if there's any interesting questions. 
Um, okay, uh, RG3 is saying Hex is the only thing that's going in crypto. Uh, Bally Brennan says he saw a whole bunch of Hex stickers in Seattle today. Nice. Word spreading. Um, somebody's asking, how do I get the Hex stickers? Well, you can get them printed yourself, I guess. Um, these seem to be all hexagons, so we're not actually getting any questions. They're just uh, praising hex to the hilt. Uh, Cookie Boy says, after we pass the top 10th cryptocurrency, be talking about us. Yeah, well, that could happen very soon. What are we, uh, number 20 market cap today, something like that? And to the truth, I don't, I, haven't, I don't check it. I haven't checked it. Once we start making new all-time highs again, I'll be bragging about it constantly going back to which that. we're not far away from like we're only i think a 50 percent uh bump up and then we're new all-time highs <clears throat> do you ever see hex as being the number one market cap i designed it to do that yeah that's what it's designed to do so imagine now you time stamp this video cryptocurrency by market cap this is going to be one of those historic broadcasts. <laughs> Another well, prediction that you got right. Hey, uh, so far, everything Hex has been designed to do, it's done exceedingly well. It's even. Is, it, is there anything that surprised you that you didn't lot. think yep. Hex would do? Yeah, I didn't expect people would be building on top of it so quickly. So I don't promote them, but people have built uh, Ponzi-like games on top of Hex uh, that have had adoption, you know? They've sold a million dollars worth of uh, participation in them. So I didn't expect that. Uh, I also didn't expect people to be emergency end staking to uh, restake and get more shares. I didn't expect that behavior, which was pretty neat. Uh, yeah, what else? The emergent, I think, when people began to understand a little bit more about the share system, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you stake longer, you get three times the shares. It's a lot. What are some other cool things? You know, I, I didn't expect so many other people would start their own YouTube channels just for hacks and change their profile names and make Twitter accounts. And so you'll have, you'll see people that have like a hex profile icon and like hex username and they push. Like, I'm very proud of what's going on with hacks on Twitter now because if someone says a crossword about hacks, they're in that thread educating. If someone doesn't say a crossword about hacks, they're in that thread educating anyway. <laughs> Try it. It's like, Try yeah, it man, I love it. I love it. Uh, what other, what other cool things, you know, the fact that the Uniswap gave so many free millions of dollars to hex users, pretty awesome. I love that. And then we were there first, you know, we made them popular and now they've got $2 billion of, uh, tokens locked up in there. It's a lot of money. The most liquid Ethereum USD pair in the world is, uh, Uniswap now. And that's a real innovation that will uh, help get rid of the damn middleman exchanges. So custodian free, peer to peer, you know, like if you want to get into hex or out of hex, it's a beautiful system to be able to do that. You know, um, it's not as good as the adoption amplifier while the adoption is available because, you know, if you're a whale and you want to bind to hex and you buy in Uniswap, you are pushing the price up against yourself. 
But if you're a whale and you want to get into hex and you use the adoption amplifier, you get in early, all the other whales are going to be scared off. They're not going to overpay or you're not really paying, but like it's, if you get in early on the adoption amplifier, you're not moving the price against yourself. If you get in on Uniswap, you're moving the price against yourself. So it's uh it's an option that won't be there. It won't be available oh, if you, soon. If you hit refer, you can refer yourself and there's an extra thirty two percent. If you self refer yourself, you will get thirty two percent more. So if you if you go to go to hex dot com and you click refer and you click your own link and you're the only link that you clicked. If your link's the only referral link you clicked, you're getting 32% bonus on your free claims and on your transformation of Ethereum to Hex. And if you do the comparison and you look at the uh, the ratio of Ethereum to Hex you get self-referring in go to hex.com versus the Uniswap, they all almost always at the end of the day are equal. But the difference is if you entered the uni, you pushed that price up against yourself. Mm-hmm. But if you did it on AA, you didn't push it up against yourself. It, it, you know, usually you end up at the uni, but you didn't push the uni up against yourself because you used AA. I'm surprised more whales don't don't understand that because I see a lot of people market buying on uni, and you're just like, well, you just got less. <laughs> you you could have, you know, it's you pay slippage when you use uni. If you sell, you're pushing the price against yourself. If you buy, you're pushing the price against yourself and you're paying a 0.3% fee as well. <clears throat> Better watch the AA tomorrow. Yep. <laughs> uh, had going on in London is I actually went to see um, a lot of financial planners mm-hmm. with the idea of introducing them to cryptocurrency fund but particularly hex every single one of them stated they would never put their clients money into cryptocurrency not one of them which is outstanding which means that it's opportunity you're early huge opportunity there because with hex later on as being a financial product on the blockchain not a pump and dump coin, these guys are going to have to look seriously about where they're going to put their money. Now, obviously, big purview because they think it's safe and they think it's mainstream. But then what have you got after Bitcoin? Seriously, it's Hex. Yeah. Hex is really, 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 really good. It is a blockchain time deposit account. Yep. And so that is definitely going to come. I so can't wait. Once again, getting into getting into hex today is exactly what all you guys should be doing who are watching this video and of course the replay viewers because we get many more replay viewers than than, uh, than live. Yeah, if you wait, you're just going to have a higher share price. So, if you, if you want to get less shares, wait. <laughs> I mean, it's hex is designed to reward those that get in earlier. That's part of the theory. 
if you get in early, you get a lower share price, you get in before the big payday, you can't possibly ever get a lower share price than you would get today because it only goes up forever. It's a neat, uh, what neat mechanism. One of the uh, interesting things I was trying to explain to them is about earnings per share mm -hmm. on that basis. What do you see um, the share rate going to? Not not the price of the share, but how many hex per share are we going to It's It's get? really, it will, it will ask them to a bit. Most people aren't going to know what that word means. It will, uh, right now you're getting a very linear increase nearly every day because so many people aren't staking but the currency supply keeps increasing which reduces the percentage that are staked which increases the payout per share once the big payday happens there isn't a constant inflation and so there isn't a constant reduction in the percentage of the people that are staking and so you should have a uh, an evening out of that increase because right now it went from you know maybe one up to four and then it just spiked up to 13 because some guy had a big emergency unstake of 170 million yesterday but then tomorrow should be unless somebody else does a similar unstake thing it should be like uh, back into the like four area for uh, hex per tear share and then that you know if people keep acting the same way and the majority of uh coins aren't staking right so i think only like 13 or 14 percent of coins are staking right now if that continues then it will keep going up until the big payday and then uh it should flatten out it's really it's really a function of what people choose to do if a bunch of people end their stakes and staking participation is even lower, okay, then it's going to go up even more. If a bunch of people stake and, you know, stay staked, well, then it's going to go down. It's, it's, a, it's a dynamic system based on what percentage of people are staking and how much profit's coming in. So some guy did a big emergency end stake. That profit goes right to, uh, so he paid 170 million penalties, 85 million of that goes to the stakers because it goes half with the OA, the origin address, and half to the stakers. So of his 170 million penalty that he paid, 85 million of that's going to the staker class, which is a reason instead of getting uh, you know, four hex per share, yesterday you got 13 hex per share. You got triple pay yesterday because of some guy's emergency end stake. That's very cool, because you're the bank. And hex, you're the bank if you're, if you're in the staker class. That's the other interesting thing about hex is, if you're an average length, average size taker, there isn't actually any inflation to you because it's being paid to you. You're, you're, you, the average staker has no dilution or inflation because he's the one that it's being paid to. There's no negative externalities there. In Bitcoin, the mining companies are continually paying power companies to pollute and paying weird offshore, uh, hardware manufacturers. Hex doesn't have those negative externalities. So it doesn't have that constant downward sell pressure. Uh, it's, it's beautiful. It's really beautiful. How long were you thinking about Hex before you launched it? 
Oh man, I was forced to think about it longer than I wanted to just because software is hard. If you want to do it securely, chuck an extra year or two on there because <laughs> you, you know, you run into things. You're like, oh, there's a bug. Oh, there's another bug. Oh, there's a bug. And then you have to solve these things. Like one of the things that we ran into was how do you make sure that short stakes can't be compounded over and over again to outperform long stakes? You had to invent the share price system. Otherwise, people could outperform staking by just staking a little bit and then rotating it over and staking a little bit and rotating it over. And then you have, you know, compounding exponential interest versus kind of linear interest. So what did we do? We introduced share price that makes it so that that's impossible. A longer stake will always make more hex than a shorter stake, no matter what you do. I think it was an absolute stroke of genius. Just that very one factor there. Very, no very doubt. neat. A share price chart that only goes up forever looks pretty sexy to a speculator, I tell you. That looks pretty cool. For sure. And I mean, it's it's literally just mathematically equivalent to compounding interest. So if, if we were going to, I mean, if you if you wanted to reward existing shareholders for their participation, you could pay them the rewards every day. And now you're spamming the database with writing all this data. So, yo, you got 100,000 stakes and now we're gonna write the profit to those 100,000 stakes. Blockchain would fill right up, everything would be a nightmare. Or we could do something computationally more intelligent and just change one number, which is the share price and make it more expensive for new guys to get shares. And since it's a pool-based system where you're just comparing how many shares of this guy's got versus everybody else, it's easier to reduce new guys than to amplify old guys because you're changing one number instead of hundreds of thousands of numbers. So it's computationally efficient. looks beautiful on a chart. And Bitcoin does something similar. Bitcoin has a difficulty that updates every two weeks where they keep increasing the, the difficulty that you have to meet in order to mine a block reward. Hex just does kind of the same thing. So the Hex share price is similar to the Bitcoin block reward in the way that it updates. <clears throat> so, Richard, I am actually going to have to jump off this call now. Uh, as it's I been said, great. I've just come out of quarantine. Yeah. I've got the opportunity to go out for lunch. Have fun, I'm, man. Uh, going to do. So, would you like to just sum up why people should get involved in Hex today? Sure. Uh, it is the world's first Bitcoin uh it is the world's first thing that attacks the CD market, which is $7 trillion. It also does currency better than Bitcoin. That's worth $5 trillion. You can You can mint it for free if you're a Bitcoin holder. It's been up 92x versus Bitcoin or 72x or some, some large number of x, 116x versus the dollar. It's up 70x or 65x versus the dollar now since January 5th. It's best performing cryptocurrency in 2020. Uh, it, you're, you've got huge opportunity from gatekeeping is happening where people that haven't heard of us yet could hear about us. You're in before it's gone viral. You know, the share price is going up the big paydays very soon. People are looking forward to it. It only happens one time, you know, every, everything that you could want to have in a currency is here. It's really, really, really beautiful. Uh, 
it's even exceeding my expectations and I have high expectations. It's you, you can even kind of like, if you self refer yourself, getting a 32% bonus is really nice. So whatever Ethereum you transform into hex, you're going to get 32% more. Very cool. Very, very cool. No sign up, no AML, no KYC, no selfies. It's just you minting your own coins. Just like a Bitcoin miner. Bitcoin miner mines his own coins, prints his own reward. Same with hex. You, you know, it's really, really beautiful. And everyone that's talked crap and said bad things about hex, they've all been proven wrong. Look at the chart. Look at the history. Hundreds of people that thought they were experts were all proven wildly wrong. They could have been saved if they had chosen to agree with me instead of disagree, but they thought they were smarter. They're not. I've been outperforming for decades. I retired at the age of 25. I've been a serial success time and time and time and time again. I was retired before Bitcoin was invented. I retired in 2003. Bitcoin was invented in 2009. It's like, it's, don't make the same mistake that so many other people did. When Bitcoin came out and people called it a scam at a dollar, it went up to $20,000. Now Hex is here. A lot of people are calling it a scam. Those are the people that are going to cost you a lot of money. Do you, If you like Bitcoin, would you like to have 50 times more of it? If you'd like the dollar, would you like to have 100 times more of it? Well, some people really did that in Hex. They really made an absolute killing, and this is just the beginning. So, you know, read the website, read the disclaimers. Basically, the disclaimer says, look, cryptocurrency is volatile. Even Bitcoin's dropped 85% a few times, flash crashed to zero, different places. Technically, Hex can't actually go to zero on uh, Uniswap because you can never actually get the price down to zero there. So it's kind of an interesting little mathematical fact. Uh, is there anything else? I think that's it. Like, if, if you want, come to chat us with, uh, we've got 20,000 members inside t.me forward slash Hex Crypto. Wonderful chat room. There's a bunch of frequently asked questions that are answered there that aren't answered anywhere else. So if you type exclamation mark pasta, it gives you the menu of all the, the cool things. You can read the uh, white paper, type exclamation mark lay, gives you a link to the white paper. Um, yeah, join the chat. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I've got, I don't know, 63,000 people over there, I think. Uh, Twitter.com forward slash Richard Hart win. And then uh, Conrad's got his referral link there, but you've been told about self-referral too. So those are both nice options. I think that's it. I wrote a self-help book called SciVive. You can download for free in its draft version if you want. T.me forward slash SciVive. It's really two books and they're pretty long. <laughs> You're talking like many, many, many hundreds of pages. I think, I think they total together like 500 pages or something silly. So... No shortage of content. Indeed. In fact, I've just it's good talking to you, Conrad. I appreciate you having me on. Richard, thank you very much for being so honest and transparent. There's no doubt in my mind that uh, what you have invented here is going to change a lot of people's life for the good forever. And for all of those people that didn't understand Hex in the beginning, I hope you have now much more of an idea of what has actually been created by Richard Hart. So Richard, thank you very much. It's been fantastic chatting to you and hopefully we'll 
do this uh, sometime in the future, maybe after Sounds Big Day to see exactly what happened. Sounds so, good. So uh, we're signing off now. I don't know whether Rich is going to continue for another five hours. Nah. Maybe he will. <laughs> I'm going I'm to have to jump out now. And listen, thank, you, thank you very much for everybody who joined us today. We appreciate your time. Have a great day. Bye. Just thank you very much. If you see chat that's live, uh, your questions could be answered. So for today, I'm Conrad Zen. Thank you very much for listening. And uh, thank you once again, Richard Hart. Bye.